Alright, it is 9.47pm on Wednesday, December 14th, 2022, and this is Basketball This Week Done Quickly. Uh, yeah, so the big story, well there's two big stories. The big story about like the present, um, actually there's three big stories, <laughs> but the big story about like the present right now is that... Uh, is is parody there is a uh, quite a lot of parody in the league right now uh it's very interesting looking at the standings to see uh everybody uh you know basically not everybody but most teams being like six and four over the last over the last 10 games and we're like uh seven three or three or seven or four so it's nobody is just nobody's doing completely terribly and nobody's doing nobody's doing that hot either the bucks were like a step ahead of everybody else but even they're they're kind of playing pretty close to 500 basketball lately so it's definitely interesting to see how <laughs> you know the, the year the goal for years of NBA was parody and it looks like they've somewhat achieved it now it was supposed to be parody leading to to big ratings and <laughs> that that hasn't quite happened but um it it is parody and uh the especially the west is wide open like uh, there's nobody running away from it you could lose two games in a row and go from second place to the plan or like in the case of the suns you could have a bunch of players out and uh go from best record in in, in the west to you know middle of the pack it it just things are swinging like even the lakers are alive <laughs> even even the lakers are alive because they've pretty much played 500 ball since uh since their early tough tough start to the season so it's you know it's it's a wild wild year in the league for sure so that's kind of like the present big story the the near future big story is the tomorrow is a day where uh teams that sign players in the off season are uh, eligible to trade those players. Uh, <laughs> everyone always makes a huge deal and writes a bunch of stories that generate some clicks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We haven't had many big trades though on uh, that December fifteenth. Having a it's it's not quite the trade deadline where things almost always happen. Uh, the trade the trade entries. Bot? I don't know what we're calling this, the trade beginning <laughs> period. We we don't usually see too much action going on here. Um, I mean, the fact is, is that most teams don't want to trade a player <laughs> before Christmas if they can avoid it. They recognize that people are human beings. And this is also like the time of year where uh, teams... They they haven't given up yet <laughs> on what they, what they think they can do. Uh, there's usually... Usually teams are in, in a spot where they think they can still compete with what they have. Of course, uh, you have a teams like the Timberwolves and the Lakers, so it's not looking not looking like they're going to be able to go forward without a move, but there's no no obvious move. And then you have surprisingly, uh, surprisingly 
participants in this time with the Suns, but that's just because they're trying to to get something back for Crowder, who still isn't playing. I uh, still haven't traded him. I think the right move for them really is to try to try to get him back in, but uh, without an owner and without it, it, it's hard to kind of force that sort of thing. So, and um, the Suns right now are kind of like a, trying to become a more player friendly organization, so of course they can't force Crowder in and you know I'm glad for that I'm glad they they have to treat a player well for once but um it's definitely not helping them they definitely would be better off uh trying to get him back in and to trade him for like a guard is is what the rumors are (laughs) so so yeah that should be that should be interesting um Lakers I don't know why I don't know why it's such a big deal uh it's like pretty clear this is not a a championship team and they're pretty clearly not one player away or two players away so i don't know i just, like you have the, like the people who just make shit up like like fisher uh james fisher i think john i don't know his whole name but the athletic fisher dude who oh yeah they're trading for demar Derozan and and that that ain't that ain't happening <laughs> like it's such it's such bullshit and like it generally it's clicks but uh but yeah, that's definitely not happening. So who they're trading these two picks for, allegedly, no one can ever say. Or, or, or they always just say Buddy Heald or uh, Cam Reddish. I'm like, these guys suck. <laughs> why, would, why would they trade their future for these guys? It doesn't make sense. So yeah, uh, they're definitely probably not going to make a huge move. No one's probably going to make a huge move. But you know what, NBA? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Have a big fun day tomorrow. Show, show me up, <laughs> but I'm pretty confident they won't. So, so yeah, can't fool fool me once, fool me twice. At this point, no, I know nothing is happening on December fifteenth. Probably nothing's happening. And then for like the far out future, the news for the far out future is uh, they have extended the they extended the window to negotiate the the um cba so it's been pushed to february 8th so right before all-star game uh which usually uh, i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing i but usually the all-star game in the past has been kind of like their their leverage point where you know they threaten to <laughs> to walk out before the all-star game uh i don't think that's i don't think that's where it's going this time as long as long as the owners aren't playing super hardball with some things that they probably shouldn't be playing super hardball with. I suspect things to be uh, pretty similar to this deal. I don't, I don't suspect any drastic changes. Maybe there's some like increase to fines for asking to be traded, but um, it's probably about it. I think, I think the league is going pretty well and they probably don't want to mess this up, especially with a huge TV deal coming in a month. <laughs> not enough maybe more like I, I believe negotiations start in 2024 so or the the new tv deal would kick in in 2024 so negotiations would be starting in 2023 math hard but but yeah uh yeah so that's the news for the future i i think it's i'm gonna take it as a good sign that they're uh pushing pushing it forward uh and hopefully they can get it done because i don't want another lockout. Please, no more lockouts. 
Uh, okay, so that's that's news. I don't know why I don't get that exasperated sigh. Um, the news is interesting. There have been many weeks where there have been nothing to talk about. Why am I why am I sighing at that? That's rude. That's rude to me. I'm rude to this podcast. I'm sorry. I I'm rude to you as a listener. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, team of the week. So this was actually uh, a little bit hard to hard to pick. I, I think I'm, I'm thankful to the Memphis Grizzlies for <laughs> saving me from uh, picking picking. It has no. It has to be the Knicks. I have written down here in my notes that it's the it's the Grizzlies, but it it has to be the Knicks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the Grizzlies. You'll you'll get your day. This is the only chance the Knicks are ever gonna have this entire season to have like a five game winning streak. Uh, it's the only chance they're <laughs> they're gonna have to not be the embarrassment of the week. This I have to. Even though I wrote down and I wrote down on my sheet, I wrote down in the notes, I wrote down in the little thing where I saved this information. The Grizzlies. As I'm here and I'm speaking, it's the Knicks. The Knicks are the team of the week. They're playing great basketball. They've won five in a row. Like Brunson is just killing it. Uh, Randall's having some good games. Like they're playing team basketball. It's all working out. Uh, the Knicks. The Knicks are scary right now, and it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, they have wins over the Bucks. They have wins over the Sixers. That yeah, they're yeah, the Knicks, man. The Knicks. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> the Knicks yeah they're a team of the week I'm sorry Memphis you'll you'll get it soon I mean Memphis is 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 eight and two so they so that's why I chose that but I just you you feel the moment when you're podcasting and you know that the moment is it's the Knicks so yeah the Knicks are the team of the week barely (laughs) embarrassment of the week it's it came down to do I give it to the Wizards um, two weeks in a row, uh, or do I give it to the Suns? We're just playing just terrible basketball right now. Uh, but you know the Suns have a bunch of injuries. You can almost kind of forgive uh, a lot of these losses. But man, they had that forty. Yeah, it's the Suns. Um, I am sticking with what I wrote down on the sheet here. <laughs> it's funny. I, I I do this prep. I do research and I try to decide which team is having the worst week and um, way more often than team of the week, I'll come in here and as I'm talking, decide which team is the embarrassment of the week. And, um, but this time, no, I'm going to go with what I, I wrote down and what my research is. And it's, it's the sun. They're just playing so bad and like they're missing all their players, but um, it should be acknowledged if you fall from, from first to like six in a week. It should be acknowledged somewhere, so it has to be the Suns. Uh, if any Suns fans want to yell at me, I'll, I'll take it this time. You can yell at me. You can say, oh, it's the Wizards because they're 1-9 uh, over their last 10 and just playing the worst basketball in the world. But they got it last week, so it's the Suns' turn. It's the Suns' turn. I'm sorry. The Phoenix Suns play. Hopefully get healthy soon and get off this list. Uh, non-basketball. Survivor. It's the Survivor finale. It's recording on my DVR now, probably. <laughs> uh, I have to go to work in 20 minutes or so, so uh, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to watch it some point tonight if I can. Uh, it's been a it's been a good seating, seating, a good season for sure. 
uh, there was just so many, like, a lot of recently the play has been pretty bad, to be honest. And I feel like this is a season where the play wasn't so bad. It was bad the first first quarter of the season. Like, it's just impossible now for Modern Survivor not to have bad play in the first quarter of the season. Uh, everybody's trying to, like, do resume stuffs well before anyone will remember anything at all. But it's the way people are playing now. Uh, but it's definitely been interesting to see how the game post-merge has, has been. And it's been a lot of interesting moves, a lot of uh, wild moves. Uh, got a fun cast. Uh, everybody in the cast is, is cool that's left. Uh, there's people in the jury who are cool. No complaints. I like the whole cast. Uh, that doesn't happen every time. So, yeah, it's been a fun season of Survivor. Uh, poor Cody. <laughs> but that move by Jesse was amazing. Like, it, maybe it wasn't necessarily the best move. Like, if you want to talk with me and, like, argue about how it was a bad move, I'll, I'll listen to you. But, man, that was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen on Survivor. Like, one of the most cutthroat things ever. Like, the biggest villain move ever. And it just... It's wild. If you if you like Survivor, uh, you should watch this episode. And you haven't like you've fallen off or something like that. Check in, check in with Jesse. Uh, check in with what that move that Jesse just did. It's it was brutal. <laughs> you should see it. It's good shit. Even if you if you've ever been curious about Survivor, check it out. It's some. Uh, this is like this is gonna be like a play that people remember for like ten years. It's really amazing. Uh, it's probably going to get them voted out like first in, in the finale. I'm sure when I start watching on my DVR, he's probably going to gonna go out first just because it's such a big move. Like <laughs> if they don't vote him out, he's going to win because it's such a, it's such a big move, but, but Hey, uh, that's what survivor is. I'm a, uh, I'm going to say, I think, I think Cassidy is going to win personally. Uh, that's just my, my thought. Kala isn't. Kala is, is unfortunately, uh, she's not moving too well. She's probably not going to get an immunity, and uh, Cassidy's gunning for her. So I think that's going to hurt Carla. And I think it's going to. I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to knock Jesse out and fire her. I think that's what's going to happen. And <laughs> I, I think I think Cassidy's going to do it. I think Cassidy's going to win. If Jesse makes it to the finale, he's going to win unless he like fucks the jury up completely. But. We'll see. <laughs> All right, this is a very long episode. I'm sorry for that. Well, I guess it's eh, not too long yet. But anyway, it's been been fun talking with you. I've enjoyed this episode. <laughs> there's no way you can hear that, but there's some wild noise outside. And <laughs> I think that's it. All right, stay safe, my beautiful friends. And I will talk to you later. <laughs>